Lifestyle Podcast. I am Mark Bryan. Alongside me today, as always, is Kevin Williamson. He is alongside, but he is rather far away. Evan, my long-distance friend, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fine. So, on today's edition of the Mark Love Podcast, we will have several things. Uh, in the random and the rumor, an old WWE superstar has re-signed. I will tell you who that is. And Evan has notes on Ronda Rousey, Mandy Rose, and Sarah Stock, so a female edition of the random and the rumor. And we will go over, of course, SmackDown Raw and NXT. Um, things like the Intercontinental title, what it's, what's going on with Bliss and Cross, the Hurt Business, and how it would be Hurt Business. No, mm-hmm. business is good. Business, I think. I'm kidding. Um, of course, the mystery of the Mysterios and Shotzi Blackheart had a match with Io Shirai on NXT. But first, of course, the random and the rumor. Yeah. So this take all and run away. All right. So this was just the first of notes. So uh, WWE has released a few more people, um, including some that have been furloughed. Including uh, Briscoe, uh, IRS, and Sarah IRS, what? Yeah. IRS has been a producer for them. Wait. I thought IRS was Glenn Jacobs. No. IRS is uh, Bray Wyatt's dad, I think. Oh, IRS is Mike Rotunda. Yeah. Oh. Wait. Oh, never mind. Glenn Jacobs was Isaac Yankum. Mm-hmm. He was DDS. Yeah, that's right. Never mind. Yeah, so it kind of sucks um, for that, especially like for something like, like I said, Sarah Stock was of note because she was probably one of the better producers for the women, and she was helping out, and yeah, I think she was doing some training also. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're still doing that. Hopefully, they can, these types of people can come back when things settle down. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on down the ladder, we have Ronda Rousey, who has been, who was shown training with uh, Roddy Piper's daughter. I forget her name. Something Tombs. Um. I believe uh, Roddy Piper's daughter isn't signed with AEW. I know she's with the Women of Wrestling, but mm-hmm. anyway, she's training, and so Ronda Rousey's training again, so that means she'll probably be back eventually. Also of mm-hmm. note, uh, Eddie Guerrero's daughter, Shaul Guerrero, has been training a bit, so she might end up making an appearance as well. She's been training with her husband, Aiden English. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think Ada English is is going to get involved in some things, you know, like independent promotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just little notes here. Kind of a bigger note here is the Mandy Rose situation. I through Mrs. Favors or whatever. Mandy Rose has been traded to Monday Night Raw. Now whether this is going to be a thing, or whether this is a part of storyline, 
I mean, it's probably both. How stupid they are, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll determine. Based on what they do, I mean... Uh, Mandy Rose, I don't think, has debuted yet on Raw, but she, she wasn't very happy about it. And they did the announcement on Talking Smack and wondering how Otis is going to respond. Okay, my girl's gone. Okay, what do I do? Now, do you think Otis is going to cheat on Mandy? They're going to turn Otis heel? Doubt it. What I mean, the hell is the point of this? I think that they're trying to... I don't to, know either. I think that trying to, you know... I fear that they're going to try... This is going to be how they make him lose the money in the bank contract by having him use it to get her back or something. I don't know. Andy. You think he... Uh, have you ever heard him say that? I know he's okay. Does he say Monday? No. no, he calls him his peach. Oh, I got it. Otis trades the belt for Mandy, and then Mandy leaves him, and then Tucky beats the crap out of Otis, and then Otis is like super baby face. Mm. No, I have no idea what the hell they're doing, and I don't think they do either. Mm. Uh, we'll see. Uh... Before we get to uh, Wade Barrett uh, <clears throat> signed with NXT, so he is now going to be their one of their main color people for at least a year. So he signed a year contract. Speaking of which, the NXT UK returns to well this afternoon in America. Mm. So a uh, couple of totally things. down with the Wade Barrett thing, by the way. He was pretty mm -hmm. decent. Yeah, he was really good. Um. So NXT UK it returns to well tonight this afternoon on the network. Um, already had a few announcements regarding the next couple weeks. Um, there's like some kind of tournament for some cup or something. Uh, not Johnny Gargano's. Um, oh, not for Gargano's cup. No, that, though that should be a tournament eventually. It'd be so vain of him. We are going what, to do a tournament. Balls. We are going to do a tournament. <laughs> um, believe next week is Kaylee Ray versus Piper Niven for the NXT UK Women's Championship. Okay. Uh, sometime either this week or next week is going to be the NXT UK Championship on the line. Mm -hmm. And uh, I believe the NXT UK Tag Team Championships are also on the line within the week. So... Already starting out hot. Kind of looking forward to that. I haven't watched much of NXT UK, so I think uh, I might like check it out. So. And I watched damn near no wrestling this week because I was too busy watching my Chicago White Sox try and get in the playoff spot. Mm -hmm. I had a big series of the Twinkies, and I was excited. And so far, two out of three ain't bad. Yep. Was but this we a, have the worst this... pitcher in baseball going to the mound today. Why? Because our manager is a moron. Uh, you, did you have a couple 
notes. Well, you stole the note on Wade Barrett. Oh, that's who you were going to talk oh. about? I thought you were going to talk about Jeff mm-hmm. Hardy. Mm-mm. Jeff Hardy resigned. No, I, um... Nope, I had the uh, Wade Barrett thing. Because I just... Because I saw that I... You had didn't have that written here. Um, Jeff Hardy resigns. Uh, and also said he was going to use his... Really? Yeah. No words theme song when fans come back. Okay, I figured he was headed to AEW. It was actually, like, that was the thing that made... That had him resign was him being able to use the No Words theme song. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, and if that's... If there's anything else, that's pretty much all I have for the random and the rumors. Um... AEW is trying to get an Indian TV deal. Hasn't happened yet. It's always good to have. I didn't know India like garbage wrestling. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where's this quote? God, you're stupid, Chris. I just saw this. This is from today. This is from this morning. And I was like, what What the hell is this? Because the headline is, Chris Jericho talks NXT moving to another night. It's embarrassing for NXT at this point. If he's talking about them moving to, if they're doing a permanent Tuesday move, if he's talking about them not wanting to split audience, then congrats, you've beaten, quote-unquote, the C-Show. Good job. You have been matching their developmental program. So, nice job. And if he's bitching about them, if he's saying it's embarrassing that they've had to move because of other sporting events... Um, I don't think he understands the team, you know, his own TV deal. And it's, but, but it's the actual thing is just Jericho saying that NXT should go retreat to Tuesday. That they should go away. Um, but yeah, he said it'd be embarrassing. WWE moved NXT to another night. But there is a reference here to the playoffs moving NXT and him. It could be him saying it's embarrassing. But if so, it's idiotic because he's got moved for that reason. But, oh well. They will continue to be garbage. Alright. That's it for random in the rumors, because Jericho being an idiot. He's losing it, by the way. I swear. He's absolutely losing it. He still talks to Vince and them, too. That's what's weird. Yeah.
also this week's SmackDown, Raw, and NXT. Um, I have a couple notes for SmackDown. I just need to find the page that I had SmackDown. Hmm? I should go ahead. Oh. So for SmackDown, you know, they had to open up with uh, Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. They came out and, you know, I'm not going to go through every little thing, but um, I just want to appreciate the Roman Reigns heel persona. Because it's not outright heel, and I kind of like that. So Roman Reigns is kind of... Like I said, uh, like I said, a passive aggressive heel. He's mm-hmm. indifferent. So Jay Uso comes to the ring and you know thanks them for getting him the match for the championship. And he said, like, and then Roman Reigns said, "Well, like when we were kids, I'm gonna whip your ass," type thing. Um, mm-hmm. Then uh, they were interrupted by King Corbin and Sheamus. And Jey Uso ended up attacking them. And Roman Reigns just watched. And then he's like, we're going to have a tag team match between us and you two. And Roman Reigns like, alright. So you have that. Then you have... Then later on in the show, you had... Jay like, going over strategy and stuff, and Roman just sitting there. And then when they, the match happened, Roman Reigns didn't come out to the very end, and Jey Uso took out them both, and then Roman Reigns got the tag in, in and won the match. And then when Jey Uso raised Roman Reigns' hand with the, U, with the Universal title, Roman Reigns looked at him like, what the heck are you doing? So, very interesting. Mm-hmm. The saga of the Intercontinental Championship continues as... Uh, Sami Zayn went into the production truck and was very upset with the graphic that they had up. Wanted them to change. He ended up fading out to break, but I don't think it was a fade. Mm-hmm. Like, they cut the commercial, but I think it was straight to black. But they used the fader bar to do it. So, not how it works, but okay. <laughs> then you had a relatively decent and short match between AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy. Uh, is this the week that Jeff Hardy got dehydrated? Or was that last week? I'm not really sure. Well, they came back. Uh, Sami Zayn got kicked out by Adam Pearce and his buddies. And, you know, SmackDown's finest because SmackDown has the best security. And Pearce is the weakest the weakest authority figure ever. Well, he's technically not an authority figure. I think the only person like weaker than him that's supposed to be a man would be Coach. That's fair. Uh, but Coach got beat up more than Adam Pierce did. Yeah. Well, that's because Adam Pierce actually wrestled at one point. Um, so they say SmackDown's finest is because Smack, remember SmackDown's security is top notch because they can actually keep retribution out. Yeah. Um. 
So you have that, then you have Sami Zayn end up coming back, beating them both up. The, all three of them are fighting. Then, she, uh, not Seamus, uh, Jeff Hardy ends up fainting because he had, uh, de- because he was dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And then, I think that was, it was either this week or last week where this happened. Uh, where, or the week before last, this, this last week or the week before last, you know what I'm saying. Um, he ends up going in, you know, a little bit of water, and Jeff Hardy's final course, that's how dehydration works. And, um, Sami Zayn came in, and Jeff Hardy and Sami Zayn were fighting each other, so we'll see where this goes. I'm thinking of, uh, I think it should be a triple threat ladder match to determine mm-hmm. the, the rightful Intercontinental Champion. Uh, let's see, we have Cesaro and Shinsuke taking on the Lucha House Party, and they got distracted by the um, Street Profits for messing up the Championship Lounge. Then we had the uh, very good, and I was like getting Eddie Guerrero vibes from this before it started. Really mm-hmm. comes down with a steel chair. The steel chair that she used on Sasha mm-hmm. uh, puts the chair down in the middle of the ring and then sits on it and then she gives a promo. This is like what Eddie Guerrero did when he turned heel on on Rey Mysterio, which I think is one, probably one of the best heel promos I've ever seen. I've, I think I've showed you that one before. Uh-huh. So Bailey tells, you know, basically says that, you know, they've been saying, talking about, you know, Sasha, but you know what about what about me? How do you think I feel for beating up my best friend? And then she goes on, so it's like she did it because she knew that Sasha was going to turn on her eventually, so she turned on her before she did, which is it makes sense. <laughs> and then she's like, "I know you were using me because I've been using you the whole time." I think it's funny in in their own promos they have an homage to what the fans say. Like, everybody knew this was going to happen, so they just had the wrestlers to say, like, they knew it was going to happen, too. Kind of interesting. I mean, it's kind of also the heels. I mean, they're both heels. Heels use each other, even when they're... Oh, but, like, who didn't see this coming? Oh, everybody saw it coming. I didn't necessarily think it was going to be as brutal. Well, I didn't think they were going to screw up the timing either. Apparently they panicked and they just said, we have to do this now because people are going to lose interest. Maybe you shouldn't miss the boat so much. Maybe you should do things in a timely manner then. How about that? I think this was a fair time for this this particular portion. I don't think the, the trigger was right, but... I thought the slow build worked. But here's the thing, and we'll get to this well, in a... No, I'm talking about when they actually did it. Yeah, I said that the trigger point probably wasn't the best way. Oh, okay. Things they should have had, like, you know, a miscommunication or something that resulted in this. 
and not just, uh, I'm going to beat you up just for the heck of it. Yeah. Then she leaves the ring with the chair, and Nikki Cross comes out. Gets in her face, and then she goes, and then she ends up getting hit with the chair uh, by Bailey. So we got a commercial. And uh, Alexa Bliss is checking on Nikki Cross. And they have a fatal four-way, Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, Tamina, and Lacey Evans. Um, probably building a story with Naomi, but the fact that she wasn't there, that mm-hmm. she beat Bailey a couple weeks ago and why she was in the match, they're probably doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think the Lacey Evans-Naomi thing is done, or at least it shouldn't be done because I don't think it's been resolved yet, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, who yeah. Uh, in the middle of the match, Michael Cole said those, you know, remember when the See No Evil movie came out, and every time somebody said May 19th, Kane would lose it? Mm-hmm. Well, Michael Cole said the words, The Fiend, and it put Alexa Bliss into a trance where she gave the sister Abigail, a pretty good sister Abigail, too. It was somewhat better than what Bray Wyatt does. Um, mm-hmm. That could also have to do with size and stuff. You know, not as far to go. Mm-hmm. She's also a gymnast, so she can do that. Um, and does the sister Abigail on the floor, and then she leaves. She left her in the commercial, and they showed that. So we get... And then, uh, Nikki Cross end up winning the match. So I have two... Th- we'll start with the Bailey side of things. I mean... If they end up saving the Sasha Bailey thing for WrestleMania and have that be the main event WrestleMania. Bailey has to lose the championship before that and win it back. Yeah. Because it's just too long. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to like even like a transition champion, even if it's just like a couple weeks of somebody else being champion, it just needs to have that have that split. Mm-hmm. Because that's way too long. She's already had the title over a year. Right. Um, for the Nikki Cross uh, Alexa Bliss thing, and I've mentioned this, that I said that this was probably going to be a one-off thing. Because it doesn't make sense. Because like I said, if this is a catalyst for an uh, Alexa Bliss heel turn, it only works for the story, and then you have to do something else. Uh-huh. Well, with the fact that Bray Wyatt may be doing an Undertaker-type babyface run, it wouldn't make sense for him to be face and Alexa Bliss to be yeah. heel. So, and, like, there's still, like, a lot of psychological things, like I said, to this, and we'll, we'll see what happens. A lot of people think Alexa's going to turn on Nikki and cost her the championship at um, Clash of Champions. And maybe if somebody mentions The Fiend, it will happen. But I also think that perhaps... I mean, there's a way to do that. I have an idea for a way to get them both on the same page. If that's They could have the match between Alexa and Nikki and have Alexa do the mandible claw on her and she end up getting 
hexed also, so they join. So it's, they both are tag teams and join with the uh, with Bray Wyatt, and then and then again you have to you know say like they'll just be there. They're not necessarily be heel or babyface, but I think that's I pretty much. I almost wonder if you don't just if you don't have like. Michael Cole says, yeah, but is Alexa Blizzard 100% because of The Fiend? And then she goes into her trance and she goes and beats the hell out of Bailey. And then, so, Nikki loses by DQ. And then, the week after, Nikki Cross goes out for a match. Doesn't have to be a rematch. And then, basically... Bray is giving Alexa instructions on what to do. And she, like, ignores them. But then when Cole says Bray Wyatt, it's like a Russian sleeper agent thing. Well, she does them. Or the Fiend, sorry. It's like a sleeper agent thing, and she all of a sudden does them. And then, like, the, the... the pay after that is like he's trying to get Nikki Cross as well to come play in the funhouse. I don't know, just my thought. And even even a straight up loss to Bailey at Clash of Champions could also be the okay, something's not working. Oh well, yeah. Um, is it? Um, so it's a very interesting thing, and then you got to think, you know, there's always the Braun Strowman portion, but I think he's a little busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, very exciting to see where this goes. I mean, there's a big way to ruin it, and that would be to have them have a big rivalry and end up having one heel and one baby face, because that doesn't make uh-huh. sense just because you're portraying at least Bray Wyatt as a baby face, and that's, they've kind of already been doing that. Like, Bray Wyatt was the face, and The Fiend is the heel type thing. Right. Which works. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Otis and John Morrison again. And, uh... The Miz, once again, stealing... He stole the lunchbox this time. The Money in the Bank lunchbox. Uh, Otis ended up winning. And... Oh, because he didn't steal the contract when he stole it last time? When he stole the briefcase last time? Yeah, because it was in the lunchbox. Alright. So he... He, so they, he goes into the back, you know, and Tucky's all worried. He's like, why, why aren't you... Oh, wait, I can't find him. Wait, where is he at? He's like, Tucky, he don't have the briefcase. He doesn't have the contract. Then he takes out the Money in the Bank briefcase, has trouble opening it, which I'm not sure was intentional or not. Takes out and inside the briefcase is the lunchbox with the contract in it. So they got bamboozled again. Miz looks inside it's the lunchbox. It's a backup lunchbox! It opens up the lunchbox and finds an apple core. And ends up being upset and he calls in a favor, which we find out on Talking Smack that it was to have Mandy Rose sent to Raw. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, and then the moments we've all been waiting for another edition of the Firefly Funhouse. We're really glad that you're our friend. 
this is a friendship that will never ever end. Until we inevitably screw this up. Do 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 By the way I love the new puppet more than I should. I love it. So we saw and they're like all getting ready, like, yeah, welcome, friends, we know you know, he's still sad about the about losing this favorite toy. He's like, We're gonna have a new friend. Please welcome Pascal, the preserving persevering parrot. And he kept saying that. And as I say And he's like looks in, uh opens the box and something surprises him and then we get uh, technical difficulties and then he's like ah I think I forgot to put cut holes in the box oh no <laughs> and then of course the kids are like oh oh well oh the bird's dead oh well and then he throws th- throws the box away that's kind of funny he's like the persevering parrot is dead that's kind of a tagline for 2020 Mm-hmm. Then, of course, uh, the evil Mr. McMahon puppet comes up and starts yelling at White for losing the title and and control of the funhouse, and he threatens to fire Wyatt if he can't keep it together. It's like, so I'm going to give you somebody to help you out. Introducing the wobbly, wi- wobbly walrus. <laughs> which is, is obviously an homage to Paul Heyman. Yeah. And then you, the bobbly uh, Why isn't too happy about this? And of course, uh, the evil puppet McMahon says, "This is good." And uh, he goes, "Yowie, wowie!" And then it's to be continued. So we'll we'll see what happens there. So, uh, like I said, I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. And this is kind of the thing. I mean, our truth is good, but this is kind of the thing with our truth okay. also. Bray Wyatt is so much better doing segments than he is in matches. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think, like, you can't, like, you may ruin The Fiend, but you can't ruin Mr. Rogers, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. I, I see where you're coming from with that. They're, believe me, but they're trying. <laughs> like, you see some of the stuff they do, like, they're trying to ruin him. <laughs> So yeah, we, I don't know. We'll see. So we move over to Raw. Uh, Tom Phillips is still out, and Samoa Joe has the night off. I don't know if Tom Phillips has to be quarantined, and I don't know if some. See, here's the thing: if Phillips had to be quarantined, wouldn't all three of them had to be quarantined? It makes sense, but who knows? So Samoa Joe was off, and uh, so was Tom Phillips. So it was Brian, Byron Saxton, Michael Cole, and Dolph Ziggler. Joe, 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 Joe. So I just have a couple notes because uh, I don't. Uh, Retribution got involved again in some things. Oh, that was towards the end. Uh, there was a Raw Women's Championship match, and from what I heard, it was a good match, but some, there was a big miscommunication, and the referee messed up. Uh uh-uh. uh. So. Mickey James was in the Oscar lock, and 
it looked like a pinning thing or something. Um, Mickey put her hand on on the mat, and the referee called it off. Apparently, he thought. Apparently, he and the producers thought she was hurt because she was selling so well. Mm. So they said. So they called the match, and she's like, "What? What are you doing?" Same thing. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Um, and uh, uh, it appears that Mickey James is actually hurt, so that's good news. Uh, then Zelina Vega, after leaving, I don't know if it's temporary or not, but leaving the Vega boys, uh, she ends up getting to the face of the Raw Women's Champion Asuka and slaps her in the face. We have Braun Strowman so, end up entering the Raw Underground, and a lot of people was like, like I'm saying, like, oh, what about the brand split? It was like Raw Underground is anything goes. Like we even talked about, we expected people from SmackDown to go to Raw Underground. Yeah. So there's that's a that's a nothing. Uh, oh, here's a I didn't see this one, but just reading this is hilarious. So the. Uh, the uh, 24-7 champion, R-Truth, is backstage talking trash to a Kit Kat chocolate bar, threatening to break it. Boo. Liv Morgan walks up and helps him break it, then walks off. The commercial ends with Truth talking more trash to the candy. Why are you booing that? That's some, that's some great stuff. Boo. It's probably a great comedy at best. Hmm? Low-grade comedy at best. Well, this was nice because I think before this, Rollins threatened Murphy to not get involved in the steel cage match. By the way, I'll talk about the steel cage match and then we'll... Uh, we'll... Uh, uh, I'll just talk about my theories on what's happening. So... Mm-hmm. From the five minutes of the match I saw because of YouTube, it was a pretty good match. Um, definitely tons of respect for Dominic. Uh, Murphy accidentally hit Rollins with the with the uh, with the door, and then tried to stop Dominic, and it worked. And then towards the end of the match, Rollins hit a superplex, and then into the Falcon Arrow. Uh, in the middle of the ring, and Dominic still kicked out, and then he ended up doing the stomp and ended up winning. Uh, during how quickly can we kill Dominic Mysterio? He's doing really good. I don't mean kill from a cavehead point. I mean literal kill. This guy's been in WWE for about five minutes, at least on the main roster, or wrestling at all. How many matches has he had, and how many regular wrestling matches has he had? Regular singles matches? Because I'm pretty sure the, like, like, extreme or stipulation, however you want to generalize, Steel cages, extreme rules, um, uh, street fights, all that stuff. What would you call them? Stipulation matches, gimmick matches, whatever. 
that's like two to one stipulation matches versus re- well, you know regular ass wrestling matches for him, and that's not counting getting beaten it up by kendo sticks in like three segments, mm-hmm. and you know regular matches are hard enough on the body. So why they're trying to destroy him before his career gets started, I have no idea. Paying his dues because a lot of people are upset that he's on the main roster anyway. So they might as well. Of course, most people said he was paying his dues, you know, from getting those 30-some lashings anyway. So after the match, uh, Ray, uh, I mean, uh, Seth Rollins goes over and walks to Ray's wife and daughter, and he tells Angie she did a hell of a job with Dominic, and, but hopes the daughter, Aaliyah, turns out better. Uh, before that, he beats up the beats the crap out of Murphy, including hitting him with the uh, cage door. And towards the end of the match, I believe you know Ray and the mother were helping Dominic, I think, but Aaliyah was checking on Murphy. So there's a oh few ways God. to go. Hopefully, they don't do the romance angle, but. I'm perfectly yeah, fine with really. But the uh just the nice Christian thing to do to check up on somebody that's being hurt is good also. But well, they probably... this is WWE. Yeah. Uh I believe I don't know somebody said on Twitter it was one of the uh one of the one of the uh the one of the dirt sheet people said that he hopes, and I do too, that Aaliyah has secretly been training to be a pro wrestler and ends up <laughs> showing up. Yeah, and I kind of hope that too. I think that'd be awesome. So we'll see. We'll see where this goes. Um, my theory on why they continue this story is I think that you gotta think. I think. I think I think Rollins is gone by Helena Cell. What do you mean gone? I mean time off, you know, to be with Becky, you know. Oh, yeah. Child to be born. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm guessing that there will probably be a Helena Cell match. Maybe even a handicap Helena Cell match. I don't know. But we'll 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 see what happens. It's kind of kind of looking forward to that. Uh, then we had the Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee. I'm not sure what happens. And now all I know is that Retribution came in and ended up getting into a fight with them, including the Hurt Business, and there was a big brawl, and mm-hmm. it was exciting. Uh, but yeah, that's like the least intimidating group of all time. Well, they're at least they're doing stuff now. Yeah, true. Uh, they're, they're, By the a way, bit... um, you forgot something from SmackDown. I did? Yeah. What? Mystery Woman. Oh. Well, there's a Mystery Woman. We don't know who it is, so... My first guess is Carmella. Yeah. My second guess is Summer Rae, and my third is Kelly Kelly. 
I really doubt it's Kelly Kelly. No. But what I don't get, it's a blonde woman in heels in a fancy dress, and she does the little snap. So yeah. it's got to be Summer. It looks like Summer Rae. And be. then you see the mink coat, and it, like it might be Mella. Maybe. And I don't. I don't even know if Summer is still with the company. She's not. So, I would feel like that takes out Summer Red. Not necessarily. She could have resigned. They do anything under the cover of Darkness now? Like, they have their moments. Um, so that's... Oh, never mind. It is somewhere, Ray. It is? Yep. Because she tweeted, I missed laying the SmackDown. <laughs> the same day as, as her segment aired. I mean, and it could also be just a smokescreen. That'd be really nice to have some... People forget, Summer is good. I mean, she played football, for gosh sakes. She was, a, what, a defensive lineman? I'm looking at here. No, she was quarterback and the team captain for from 2008 to 2011 for the Chicago Bliss. Oh, she was in the LFL? Mm-hmm. I, I don't... I mean, that's more adult entertainment than football, but... Well, it was at the beginning, but I think towards 2008, 2011, it started to be more a football. I think the first really? couple... Yeah. Okay, maybe when she was in it, it was more... more of a... I don't know, it's weird because... No, wait, I said 2011 to... 2008, 2011, right? Yeah. Um, let's see. So she left right... When she left, they end up changing to to the Legends Football League and kept the same stuff and everything, but took the... made it more of a... I mean, they still did football. They just were doing less mm-hmm. of the less focus on the lingerie aspect and more on the football. And of course, they hey, Emma the- is long gone, right? Hmm. Emma, remember her? Emma's on Impact. Is she okay? Never mind then. Uh... And then, of course, they're restarting the league as the X League, which with a little more, uh, with a little even less uh, emphasis on the lingerie um, uh, that was supposed to debut. In <laughs> if you Google the LFL, I'm on Wikipedia. You know, question is mm-hmm. the what? first question, like you know how on Google you put in something and then. There's people also ask. Yeah. If you put in LFL, the first question people ask is, why does the LFL wear pants now? 
because they used to wear. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not any worse than what wrestlers wear, but they they wore underwear. I think there was like I think like the evolution of the LFL is interesting. Like they started off being like strictly like pay per view type, you know, oh sexy thong wearing football players, you know. But then they started wearing, you know, like what they wear for track, track and field and beach volleyball. Now they're wearing yoga pants, it looks like. Started that in 2017. So, yeah. So, like I said, and Summer Rae has been in, was involved in a lot of good, good matches. So, I might be getting her confused with somebody else, but she can work. So, I would be totally fine with Summer Rae returning. Oh, by the way, this isn't good. What? Um, the LFL has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight new teams this year. They have no returning teams. Yeah, because it's a complete rebrand. That's a freaking problem. It's a rebrand. It's a complete rebrand. Yes, but when you mess with your brands, like you could have kept the names. I think because they still had the lingerie football team names, they wanted just to change them all. Wait a minute, is this? Wait, is this a joke? No, this is real. The lingerie football website has gardening tips on it? Hmm? What? The domain for the Laundry Football League, LFLUS.com, has gardening tips in addition to, like, um, like, they're, like, they've got a history of the league and they've got gardening. Uh, I think they changed their website. What the hell is it, then? It's the X-League now. The Extreme Football League. The XFL? Oh, here we go. Okay, so it was their old domain. I don't want to see all this garbage. Just let me see your stupid... April 20th, 2021. Yeah, sure. Everybody's going to watch this. I mean... It's relatively popular. Jesus Christ! The Chicago team plays the Atlanta uh, Empire on April 17th, and then they don't play again for a month. Oh, yeah, they have... uh, Oh, my God! They run this with eight teams from April to September. Jesus! Yeah, and each team plays a week. So, like, this week... So, this week, these teams will play. The next week, this team will play. Um, why is the chairman Mike Ditka... I don't know. Oh, no. Uh-oh. 
Well, this is Eagle Fold when he gets too drunk. Oh my god. Alright, Evan, go look up X-Wire. Like, it's their Extreme Football League. It's like their news thing. Mm-hmm. I, the chick on the front, I sincerely hope that's their helmets. I doubt it. It looks like, uh... Looks like branding. Yeah, it's just like it's supposed to be because she's in a coliseum. That'd be so cool if those were the helmets. I think their helmets are the the uh, uh, the like hockey helmets. Yeah, like they have them. Let's see if there's anybody on the uh, Chicago Blitz. Yeah, and remember, five uh, people. The Chicago Blitz, as when they were the Bliss, are three-time champions. So, oh, they had to wait. Are they stealing names, or is this just a coincidence? This might be a coincidence. What? 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 What are you? Because there's a um. There's a person named Sunshine Watkins who's playing wide out. Oh, no, DB. Sorry, I mixed that up. I was going to say, why the hell is somebody, you know, oh, like, there's Sammy Watkins who's an NFL receiver, but okay, never mind. She's a DB. Or no, sorry, a tight end. I think those are their legit names. Yeah, like, oh, T. I wonder if these are some NFL, well, could just be um, coincidence, but like uh, Watkins, there's like Watkins is an NFL name, Hightower's an NFL, uh, Ramsey, and let's, who is it, there's Galladay, there's some NFL last names in here, I wonder if that's on purpose or that's just dink. I think that's just a coincidence. Well, anyway, what the hell were we talking about? We were talking about Summer A, but... Oh. It's pretty much... done. Anyway, so I would be perfectly fine with her. So, uh, let's take a quick look at uh, NXT... Because, like I said, we, we didn't really watch... See, this is a problem when I can only watch SmackDown and none of us watch NXT or Raw, so <laughs> need to do better about that. <laughs> At least get a more in-depth look. Um, so for NXT, I will say that I only paid attention to one match because I got notifications on my phone for it while I was at work. Uh, Io Shriver's Shotzi Blackheart apparently was a great match. They said it was like a takeover caliber match. Probably could have made it a takeover. It did its job, and I saw five minutes of the match, you know, based on what they had on YouTube, and it was really good. A lot of pinning counters. Um, the only little hiccup was towards the end where uh, Shotsu was a little bit too far. From Ia for the moon salt, so her it'll her legs are the only thing that hit her, but that happens. Other than that, 
solid match. And it did what it did to make Shotzi look strong and Eo look strong. So. Sorry, my uh, the Bluetooth and my headphones lost the will to live, aka ran out of battery. So I had to go get the uh, cord, so my bad. Oh, god damn it. Firstly, end up shaking hands and everything, and uh, it was announced that the number one contender is Battle Royale for the. NXT Women's Championship, number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship will be next week. Yep, next week. Um, Tommaso Ciampa destroyed somebody again. Who's Jake Atlas? Uh, it was Desmond Troy. What? Desmond Troy. No, it wasn't. Just Desmond Troy versus Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, I'm sorry. You meant in a match. Uh, and you said destroy somebody. I figured you meant when he attacked him outside. No. And so Champ is going to face Atlas next week. Uh, Drake Maverick. Uh, oh wait, first it was Austin Theory versus Kushida. Kushida ended up winning, which is good. Uh, yeah. Real quick, I want to take a look at this. See if this is of note. So Kansas has cut a promo at their house against uh, Tegan Knox. and Johnny Gargano is still upset that they broke the TV. Good. And apparently they're watching a TV in the guest bedroom and they haven't been down the stairs in a week. Oh, he's sending Tegan the bill for the... for the. Oh, for she the must tally? have been the one to announce the uh, women's battle royale. Uh, he he bought a 100. He got the most expensive one, 100 inch plasma TV, 3D. Oh my god, that's just gaudy. Well, I think that's the point. I mean, he's got the money, but Jesus. I mean, let's be honest. I don't think I don't think. How big is 100 inches? How tall are you? Like five foot something. Wow, insanely descriptive. I don't know how tall I am. Why the hell don't you know how tall you are? Okay. Picture a person who's six foot. Okay. Which I'm basically six foot. I'm only an inch shorter. Okay, I see a picture of it. Okay. That is 70 inches. So if you lay me sideways, 
that's 70 inches, basically. That TV I, I see. is 100. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see a picture of a 100-inch TV? Mm-hmm. At least that's what it says. Like, if you put you and Becca feet to head and made a line, I think you guys would add up to 100 inches, I think. Probably. Or no. No, you'd be more. Never mind. Yeah, no, 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 because she would be 65 inches and you would have to be 35 for that to work, so never mind. Uh, anyway, Brazango retains the Tag Team Championships against Imperium. Imperium will probably be sent back to NXT UK soon. Uh-huh. And finally, we've been begging for it. The Team Ninja has finally won a match. They face Jaya Lee and Jesse Kamiya, which I'm not familiar with Jesse. But uh, did a did a pretty good uh, ending. If this was the ending, uh, let's see if that was the ending. Yeah, it was a double. Uh, it was a uh, double pinning. So. Uh, I'm trying to find her name. Caden Carter like did like a crucifix type thing mm-hmm. on Jaya, and you know what? I'm gonna actually take a look at this because I want to make sure I get it right because it was a really good move. It was a double pin, and it, they both did it. Just take a look over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, here we go. So she takes up to a, she gets a crucifix, you know, grabs her arms. Casey does a little kick and ends up get you know, crucifixing her over. Casey jumps over and does a bridge roll-up and ends up getting the pin. Nice. So, very good. And then looks like some dissension in the ranks that Jaya refused to ta- uh, shake the hand. So, maybe a little rivalry going to go on there. So, yeah, finally, they are finally winning. I like that. I still think that they should... Uh, um, uh, be tag team champions soon. Mm-hmm. We also have uh, Tegan Knox taking a break out of her uh, attempts, taking a, a little break of her attempt at uh, pre-ordering a PS5 to address address the address the NXT universe about you know vowing to earn a second chance at the championship because she is at home in her game room and she's been saying that she's been uh she wasn't going to leave until she uh pre-orders the ps5 which i believe she did uh you had then you had uh, drake maverick the undisputed era apparently it was a handy it was supposed to be a tag team match with killian dane but killian dane didn't show up towards the end um and it ends up being a disqualification. 
And Damian Priest ended up facing Timothy Thatcher for the North American Championship, and Damian Priest ended up winning that match. There was another announcement, some kind of gauntlet. I'm trying to find the rules of that match because it was of the match because it was a little convoluted. Uh, let us see, here it is. So they announced a gauntlet elimination match. Uh, is is uh, said it's two stacks for a uh, regular number one contenders match. So here here are the rules. It's a gauntlet eliminator match. Two men will start in the ring. Every four minutes, another competitor will enter. The only way to be eliminated is via pinfall or submission. The last man standing will be named the number one contender for the NXT Championship and will go on to face Finn Balor at TakeOver. I believe that's October 4th was announced. Oh, so it's a championship scramble. No, because the championship isn't on the line. I know, but it, that's what it is. Championship scramble is the championship's on the line. I know, but it's that concept, just not the title. Championship Scrambles is not elimination, though. I thought it was. No. Championship no. Scramble is like a 20-minute or so match where the last person to gain a fall is the champion. I thought Scramble was elimination. Is there uh, anything else? Mm-mm. Hmm. I don't think so. So, uh, I think that'll do it. A really short show because our my work requires me to only be able to watch one, and White Sox require uh, Michael to watch none, apparently. So, hopefully mm-hmm. next week we'll do better at least look at um, the YouTube clips. Um, yeah, so. you know, I had I had watched some wrestling last week and I hadn't watched any previously and I just kinda wrestling was not in my in my mood for this week, but I will watch some wrestling next week. Because I know I can now. I know I can watch it live now. And I have been since I figured that out. But this week I was watching the White Sox. So, alright. Well, anyway, that's it for the 55th edition of the No Marks Allowed podcast. If you want to listen to this or any other edition of the No Marks Allowed podcast, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and tune in. I don't think I missed any. Am I missing one? Well, there's a few, you know, that nobody listens to that we have that are the uh, less known um, Right, but, I, but I got all the big boys, good right? Hmm? I got the big boys, right? Sure. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and TuneIn. Is there another one? There's a couple others, Six. but I think that's all the big ones. Okay. Um. Anyway, there's two. Well, Spotify. Did you say Spotify? Yes. Okay. Um. You can also find us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com and type in No Marks Allowed. Evan runs that page, and he does a nice job. That's also where you can find our podcast links, by the way. If you want to listen to our podcast, you can find them there as well. So, for Evan Williams and I, Michael Ian, saying, wear a goddamn mask.